Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast. Gain tips and tricks on how to live fully while losing weight successfully. Here's your host, Shindy Unger. Hi, everyone. We've got quite a few questions this week, and I'm looking forward to unpacking them one by one. Before we do that, the end of winter special is now on get eight weeks for the price of five. It's a great deal. If you're listening and trying to eat healthy but not really losing weight effectively, why don't you sign up? When you sign up, we get to the bottom of your weight loss woes and make sure you're losing weight effectively. Get, give yourself that extra support that you need. It makes all the difference. For those who were recently added to the email list, make sure to check all inboxes, including promotions or spam, and then drag the message to your primary inbox to receive future recipes. Thank you all for your input in making this podcast interactive with your questions. It's great to hear from you. Now, let's get into it. Question. The first question is about dips. Should it be banned completely or are some dips okay like hummus and eggplant? Right. So my answer is that it doesn't go by food category. It's all about the ingredients. Yes, hummus, eggplant, dips, these don't have sugar. Another dip without added sugar is tahina. Always check the ingredient list for a quick, delicious recipe. Wrap a whole eggplant in silver foil, bake on 400 until soft, and then scoop out the insides, cut it up into small pieces. No need to add mayo or anything. Just sprinkle a little all-purpose spice, drizzle tahina, and add any other toppings of your choice, such as pomegranate seeds, and enjoy. Another quick way to prep eggplant, skip the silver foil and cut an eggplant in half lengthwise. Spray the cut side with oil and spice, lay it flat, flat side down on a pan, and bake until soft, and then garnish to your liking. Again, china, pomegranate seeds, whatever you choose. Next question. I was struggling with constipation and followed your advice on how to eat, and it was miraculous. Wow. Thanks for that feedback. Miraculous is a big word. I'm happy to hear that these ideas were effective for you. Thanks again for that. Question. What's kamut flour? Is it whole grain? Kamut is an ancient whole grain. Question, can oats be bad for you, even if it's whole grain? Yes, it is possible to be sensitive to oats specifically. Question, I like having vegetables in the morning. Is that okay instead of fruit? Uh, yes, yeah, so you don't have to eat fruit in the morning on my program. Uh, it's definitely a nice idea. I do advise it. You know, If it's something that fits into your schedule, it's, it's very cleansing and it's good. Um, vegetables are okay instead. Vegetables is always your best food choice within a balanced diet. Stick to raw vegetables, though. And by the way, if you're having tomatoes, they are a fruit. Tomatoes have the properties of a fruit. Question. You mentioned breaded chicken being worse than pizza. If it's breaded with whole wheat crumbs, what's the problem? All right. So the study that proved breaded chicken to be worse than pizza was about commercially prepared chicken nuggets. Homemade breaded chicken with healthy crumbs are perfectly fine. And this brings us to the next question. Question. What's so bad about catered foods like eating by simcha? Also, practically, what do you do about simchas? All right, so in order to answer your question, I'll quote what was said about catered foods in the last episode. It was about eating low carb. Open quote. Of course, you know that pasta is high carb. You know what else is high carb? Just about all catered or commercially produced foods. Consider them all high carb. Close quote. The idea is before you limit eating fruits and whole grains, First, cut out commercial foods. I can't stress this enough. I see this mistake over and over again. Women will share with me how restrictive they are. and They never touch bread or carbs, yet their sugar seems to be out of control. Their sugar levels. In many cases, the problem is catered food, eating at simchas, eating takeout. Even if it's just protein and vegetables, the reason why it's a good idea 
to consider all commercially prepared foods as high carb is because they contain sugary and starchy ingredients, not the natural whole grain kind. You can be sure of that. My point is that if you want to eat low carb, much more important than cutting out whole wheat bread is cutting out commercial food. At least with whole wheat bread, you know that you're eating a healthy carb. With commercially prepared foods, the carbs in there are highly processed junk ingredients. My point about catered foods is not that you should stop eating at Simchas. It's okay once in a while. In regards to low-carb dieting, which I personally don't advise, bear in mind that it's not enough just to skip the starch on the plate because catered protein and vegetables contain carbs too. No caterer or takeout is using specially pricey ingredients like you may be doing at home. Dr. John Schaffenberg, who is a centenarian and enjoying good health, has some very wise advice about how to eat healthy to stay healthy. One of his main points is how important it is to eat unprocessed meals. He's not into low-carb at all. He eats cereals, he eats grains, he eats fruits, but most importantly, no processed foods. My point about catered food is not that you should stop eating at Simchas. Like I said, it's okay once in a while. Question. If Hashem created potatoes and sugar, he obviously wants us to enjoy it. Why should we cut it out of our lives completely? What's wrong with eating it in moderation? All right. So the idea that if it was created, then it must be good to eat is a poor argument for two, re- two reasons. Firstly, alcohol, drugs, they were also created. And does that mean it's okay for everyone? If it's out of control, then it's a good idea to stay away from it. And the intake of highly processed food is definitely out of control. Secondly, what Hashem created is a sugar cane. If you want to chew on a sugar cane, that's not too bad. It's what was done to the processing of sugar cane. That's detrimental to health. You don't have to cut these foods out completely. Once in a while, it's fine. The question is, what do you define moderation as? To everyone, that word has a different definition. Recently, I shared a comic strip how a glob of fat is telling the brain that there are psychological benefits to having one treat a week. It helps to keep you on track. And then the fat goes on to persuade the brain that if one treat a week, once a week, is good, then a treat seven days a week must be even better for you. So if you ask me what moderation is, I would say a small amount once in three months. When, when you make yourself a goal of once in three months, and hopefully it won't happen more than once a month, you know, you need to give yourself some leeway for rationalizations. And this partly answers the next question. Question, is there a problem with eating one unhealthy treat a day? It doesn't cause cravings, and it keeps deprivation at bay. So you claim that having a treat once a day doesn't cause cravings. I assume that you have a very disciplined personality, and correct me if I'm wrong, but even if you are disciplined in the present, as we age, it gets harder to control our food intake, and every habit that you developed when you were young is so precious and valuable later in life. So assuming that you are young, it's good to develop the habit of abstaining from junk food on a daily basis. You continue the question by saying that it keeps away deprivation and controls cravings. I beg to differ. On the contrary, the less you eat, the less you need it. The right way to overcome deprivation is not by giving in a little every day, but rather by having a positive approach to health and self-care, feeling lucky and privileged and appreciative and grateful for your healthy body and very much wanting to keep it that way. Question. How do I know when I reached my goal weight? I heard from you that when you eat healthy, you get to your ideal weight. But what if I reached a plateau and still do have weight loss to lose, weight to lose? Maybe my body got used to this way of eating and stopped losing weight. Great question and a very common question. My program brings you to your ideal weight at any age or stage. The concern of plateauing applies to crash diets or unhealthy approaches. Eventually, the body fights back simply to protect your health. 
With a healthy approach, that does not happen. The weight loss may slow down for the reason that it takes less energy to upkeep a smaller body. Every extra pound on you takes energy, even in your sleep. Simply breathing and functioning burns calories. For this reason, your calorie deficit will shrink as your size shrinks. This in turn slows weight loss. So to answer your question about plateaus, here are two tips. Firstly, add exercise. Sometimes our weight is not food related and we simply need to move more. And I'll mention here that in regards to general health, not specifically weight, just health in general, exercise plays a bigger role than food choices. That's how important conscious physical exercise is regardless of your weight. The second tip about plateaus is to be very patient. As you get closer to your goal, the slower the weight loss will be. And for those last 10 pounds, practice patience. What else will you do anyway? If this is a lifestyle, which hopefully it is, then nothing's going to change when you reach your goal. So keep going and let your body go at its pace. I'll end with an advice that I heard from a yoga instructor. In a yoga class, you're doing all these positions and strengthening your balance, etc. So she says, wobbling is recommended. If you ever try doing a yoga class, which by the way, I highly recommend, it allows you to do every position and form at your pace at that time. Yoga actually encourages you to get in touch with where you are up to at that specific time, at that day, and perform accordingly. It's not about being perfect. And the same applies to a food plan. Wobbling is recommended, but don't give up. All the best until next time. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, call 212-444-1900, press 5 then 7 and be inspired. The ideas expressed in this podcast are the opinion of an individual based on current weight loss research. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your eating plan.